tuned, baby. It's the Bike Show coming up. This is the Vikes Show. He goes over the middle. Touchdown. Percy Harvin. Because it sets and throws. Touchdown, Justin Jefferson. I come ready. I came out the womb. I was ready. The podcast devoted to all things Minnesota Vikings. Garrett Allen again gets it done for the Vikings. In the corner. your host, Alex Piketty. Oh, gosh. Well, it's 41 to 10. Vikings are getting blown out by the Packers, so I figured I would just jump on now and start recording. What's going on? It's the Vikes show. Sorry, episode two is not going to be as exciting and exhilarating as episode one. The Vikings just scored a long touchdown to Jalen Naylor, but it's way too little, way too late. As they get their butts kicked by the Packers and are laughably out of the contention for the first seed in the NFC, and they are on their way to the third seed now because the 49ers are up by seven points against the Jared Stidham-led Raiders with two minutes left in that game, and the Raiders look like they're in their own territory, so most likely the 49ers will hold on, pass us, and then the hopes of us maybe getting a, a home playoff game in the NFC Championship game if the Eagles would have lost is all but gone. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, my name is Alex. I'm the host of the show. Uh, if you want to, go ahead and leave us a voicemail, 405-466-7525, 406-466-SKOL. Uh, we'll play the, the uh, voicemail on the air and uh, get your take on whatever the hell we just saw um, and are still seeing. Um, if you want to get us on Twitter, at the Vikes Podcast, at the Vikes Podcast, that is where we are live tweeting during the games um so yeah that sucked uh and that's pretty much the fourth or fifth time we've been down quite a bit um in a in a in a matchup and it's pretty pretty damn concerning um looking at the viking schedule started with week two against the eagles offense score seven points never really looked threatening um you know then the that's kind of funny because the Bills game we were getting crushed in that too at halftime it was 28 to 10 um and obviously we came back and won that game but I mean if you want to be really brutally honest if Josh Allen doesn't drop the ball on a snap that's a loss and sure it was a great comeback and Justin Jefferson made Justin Jefferson type plays um but typically you go down you know 28 to 10, 20, uh, 24 to 10, and I think it was 27 to 10 because they kicked a field goal in the third quarter. But typically you're not going to come back from that. And then the next week you got throttled at home by the Cowboys by 37. And you let the uh, the Colts go up 33 nothing, And now you let the Packers go up 41 to 3. Um, so that is 100% baked into this team's DNA. And that's a major, major problem. This is... I just don't understand the makeup of this team. 
I don't get how this formula for success in the playoffs exists. I mean, there's there's a sense of, you know, you want to be optimistic about your favorite team. Um, but you look at a lot of the wins we have this year. We beat the Saints with their backup quarterback. We beat the Dolphins with their backup quarterback. We beat a broken Cardinals team. Uh, even the Bills win. We had to have a miraculous catch, a miraculous comeback, and a Josh Allen fumble. We beat the Taylor Heineke-led Commanders. We beat the bad Patriots. We beat the bad Jets. Um, and in both of those games, their bad quarterbacks threw for tons of yards. Uh, we let an embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing Colts team jump out to a huge lead at home in an important game. We lost to the Lions. Uh, we barely beat the Giants. I mean, you go down every game, and it's, you know, and it's like, I'm so tired of that. Like, you can't take the wins away. Nobody's taking the wins away. It's like, yeah, but you have to be realistic about the fact that, all right, what's your end goal? What do you want this team to do? Do you want to just, like, hang the division banner and get blown out in the playoffs? Is that your end goal? Like, yeah, they won the division. Congratulations. This team's never won a Super Bowl. Do you want to see them try to win a Super Bowl, or do you want to want to defend a a, a a decent team that's gotten a ton of one score wins uh because you know plays like turnovers that are not really repeatable it just sometimes it swings your way and this is just a historically uh b beneficial swing to the vikings so far this year and then and then you see the regression to some sort of mean when you are down 40 to 3 to the cowboys when you're down 24 to 10 against the 27 to 10 against the bills when you're down 41 to 3 against the packers and when you're this team in its dna could get down to that colts team regardless of how it happened the fact that that could even happen you know it's one thing for the chiefs to be in a in a nail biter against the texans it's a football game but they would never be down by 33 to davis mills and the and the texans it's just not going to happen um you know there's times in this game where it's like the offense is sputtering, and yeah, sure. I mean, it doesn't suck that Brian O'Neill went out. Yeah, but teams have injuries. Like, you can't just be like, well, we had an injury. The game's over. That's just not how it works. You know, it's it, we've played so many backup quarterbacks this year, we didn't get to say, well, they were all backup quarterbacks, so our wins don't. It's, it's like a circular logic at that point. You have to play the games and say, okay, shoot, Brian O'Neill's out. Udo's in at, uh, at right tackle. We got to help. We got to find a way to, to chip there. You know, maybe maybe Johnny Munt's got to be in on the right side of the line, and it does suck to have uh, Chris Reed in at, at center. I mean, uh, you know, it's random that Garrett Bradbury gets in a car accident and then Schlotman is injured, um, and it, and Eddie Ingram hasn't been good either. So it's like things happen. Teams have to overcome things. It, it's just part of this league. This league is one of the most parity-rich, uh, parody competitive anything can happen any given Sunday leagues that you have to just say whatever happened, whether it was you can complain about the refs, you can complain about injuries, you can complain about a bad bounce, but you have to find a way to win. And the biggest thing I look at this team and I'm saying, how the hell is this team ever going to win four straight playoff games? How? I mean, I just look at the flaws. It's like the Death Star. Like it just takes one bad quarter and the whole thing is just torpedoed into the ground and you know Kirk has has improved in some areas where I I would have put more of that blame on Kirk but he scrambled for some big runs today and that's a thing that he hasn't done in the past um and 
And once in a while during a game, he'll be able to do that at this point, which is amazing that he's been able to add that to his repertoire this late in his career. But you look at, you know, things like extending plays, moving outside of the pocket, it's just not going to happen. And so if things aren't happening down the field, if they're bracketing Justin and Thielen's a step late and we don't have a third receiver that he can trust, um, and Hawkinson's really not going to do that much after the catch, he really just isn't. I mean, sure, he'll fall forward for for a few extra yards here and there but he's not breaking tackles and sprinting through the secondary um he's he's kind of that middle of the field target and he can go up and get it in the end zone every once in a while but outside of those situations and that's where Thielen's is best too is is in those red zone uh red zone scenarios so I mean overall you just look and you're like okay so we're gonna beat let's say it's the Giants or the Seahawks or whoever that happens to be in the first round probably win that game like 24 to 20 something like that but then you've got to play two games. Now it'd be in San Francisco. Dear God, that defensive line. I'm already trembling. And I don't care. Like, oh, you're going to have be Like, what, am I going to not cheer for the team? Yeah, I'm going to cheer for the team. Are you stupid? Like, of course I want the team to win. But I also look at this, and I'm looking at ownership, who desperately wants the team to be good. But they're not always objective. And you're going to look at a team that's going to be, they're going to be 12-4 and four after this game they're probably going to beat the Bears so they'll be 13 and 4 they're going to look at 13 and 4 with a probable home victory in the playoffs and they're going to do most of this over again next year and I'm sorry but I just don't understand how it's going to be better next year everything is broken their way this year everything is broken their way so what if things don't next year is this going to be a 9 and 8 team is it going to be 10 and 7 how are they going to get better next year Patrick Peterson's going to be a year older, and I think that he's had some pretty cringy moments this year in sec- in the, in coverage. Harrison Smith's going to be a year older. Adam Thielen's going to be a year older. Dalvin Cook's a year older. What are we doing with, with Garrett Bradbury? Zedaria Smith. What, what is he going to be as effective early on in the season? Maybe. What about Eric Hendricks and Jordan Hicks? Do you trust them? What are we doing at second cornerback? Is Cam Bynum the for sure starter? You know, Andrew Booth and Lewis Seen, for whatever reason, I'm not I'm not saying it's it's on them at all. I mean injuries are injuries. Um, but they haven't they haven't contributed. And the and the second round pick in Ed Ingram has been pretty bad too. So I'm just looking around and saying if we're being objective about this, we're gonna cheer like hell next week against the Bears. It might be backups at that point because we're probably out of contention for, for the seeds we could get. But but all things considered, like when you look at the next season, that has to take you have to take that into account. Like, yeah, of course, we want to win this year. And anytime you're in the playoffs, you've got a chip chair and a chance. But it's like. Really, like you're going to run this back like there's something to be said about the fact that it was so refreshing for the players. The players had such a culture shift from last year that they were able to say, all right. Zimmer's gone. We loved Zimmer, but it was time for him to go. We're ready for a breath of fresh air, and that's just part of sports too, I think. It's just like in life, you know, like the average career at this point is like seven years. So, you know, at the end of five to seven years, you're ready to move on. Um, you know, sometimes it works out longer. Sometimes it's shorter if it's a disaster, but um, that's kind that's kind of how it goes. And so you look at the Vikings' schedule. I mean, if you look at the Vikings' schedule this year, we start out with a with a win against the Packers, and they, you know, they always kind of start out slow. Remember last year they they lost to the Saints in that big first game, um, but we we beat the Packers at home in the first game. New new regime, everything's exciting. Justin Jefferson just comes out firing. We lose to the Eagles, but then we rattle off like, you know, a decent amount of wins straight, 
yeah, I mean, all the way to what the Cowboys game. I mean, we played a uh, uh, unsure kind of topsy turvy Lions team with a bad defense at the beginning of the year. Then we play Andy Dalton. Then we play uh, a, a Bears team that was hamstringing Justin Fields still. Then we played the third string quarterback for the Dolphins. Then we hosted the Cardinals game. We had to sneak out that win too, pretty much. Then we play Taylor Heineke, and then we have the crazy Bills game. It's like. Is are all those dominoes going to fall again next year with kind of that that new and shiny culture wearing off a little bit and all the the different decisions you're going to have to make and all the other teams around you pr- presumably getting better too? I mean, they're going to try to improve. And how is this team going to improve? They're already up against the cap. Like, you're going to have to make tough decisions with, with Adam Thielen already. You're going to have to make tough, tough decisions with Patrick Peterson already. Um, you're going to have to make... So I don't want to see this is the problem. I don't want to get that far ahead of ourselves. But when you see your team get their doors blown off uh, quite a few times in a year and sure, the Colts comeback was fun. Sure, the Bills cold comeback was fun. But are they repeatable? Like against playoff teams, like the recipe for this team to just torpedo in the playoffs is so is so linear. It's so straightforward to see it happening again. And it's just like damn, man, like, of course we want this team to win. But, like, it's almost like we're baking this cake and expecting it to be (laughs) a steak dinner. And it's like, bro, the ingredients are going to produce the same outcome. When that thing comes out of the oven, it's going to be a cake. Like, this is the worst analogy ever, but it's you're expecting it to be different. And, And I just don't understand why it would be. Could you get maybe two playoff games where Justin makes incredible plays and we force a couple turnovers, which admittedly are pretty random to uh, to begin with? Like, yeah, maybe you could do that, but like four times in a row against really, really good teams, and if it goes all the way to the Super Bowl against the Bengals, Chiefs, or, or, or Bills, dang, man, I don't know. I don't know. But it really sucks when the first seed is on the line and you go into your division rival's home field with a chance to to eliminate them all but all but eliminate them and you just get your asses kicked it just sucks man and it started you got the block punt to start the game like you went three and out or whatever it did you didn't get a first down or you didn't get any points in that first drive you get the block punt the the, the, the second the special teams is the defense stopped the packers and put you on the two-yard line and you kicked a field goal, and then the special teams gives up, a, and it's just like the defense didn't even do anything, and they were losing, and it's like the defense needs the help on their side. This is the KOC high-flying Sean McVay offense with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. Like, we figured it out, and it's like, whoa. Like, Jalen Naylor scores a touchdown to make it 10 points, and so I don't know where to go from here, and it looks like we scored again. Who scored? Weird. Um, Nick Mullins to KJ Osborne. All right. Good for Nick. Good for KJ. But like, shoot, man. Like, yeah, they cut the they cut the lead a little bit here. It's forty-one to seventeen. Dude, twenty-seven to three at half. Like, I don't know, man. And I know people are getting on KOC about like being prepared or something, but like. It just seems like sometimes it's the talent too. Like sometimes, you, like I that I heard one of the and don't like cover your ears if this is gonna hurt your feelings. But like, I, this was a really good way to put it. But one of the PFF guys kind of said like, 
and this doesn't even really have anything to do with analytics, but they're like, they're below average at most positions. And it's like, yeah, they kind of are. Like, if you think about it, like, Kirk's above average. I'll give you that. Interior offensive line, well, well below average. Tackles are good. Good to great. The pass rushers are good, but I, I, they, 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 they have gotten pressures in bunches and and lead and and are in the top ten in the league. Interior of the line is hit and miss. Linebackers aren't great. Cornerbacks aren't great. Harrison Smith's good, but they're not even using him really in any any like plus plus way. Um, pass blocking overall is really bad. Kicker hit and miss as we saw today. Punter has been predominantly good. Uh, punt returns have been non-existent. We let up a kick return today. It's like, yeah, I mean, there's just not. I mean, other than Justin, who's just carrying this team at times, and 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 some pretty opportunistic turnovers by the defense. It's like, yeah, we re- we really aren't like standout at most most positions. And I think that's we have some big superstars here and there. But like my brother Nick just texted me, this team is so stupid. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just it's just kind of average everywhere. And that's fine, but like, don't continue to run this back. Like, oh man, you may. Uh, it's just, it's just. Like we gotta, we gotta hope that there's a miraculous run in this because I don't see it going much further than this year. I just don't. Kirk's getting older. It's nothing. It's nothing against Kirk, but like, quarterbacks who are pocket passers who are reliant on protection break down. Not everybody's Tom Brady that can just play till they're forty-five. You know, you saw it with with Rivers and Breeze and Ryan. Like they just, and any any Eli Manning, like some comparable players, like they just break down. They start to fade. You know, the 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 athleticism com- tails off a little bit. The arm strength tails off a little bit, um, and the body just starts to break down a little bit. Kirk's such an Iron Man. You know that maybe that one injury kind of starts the d- decline of 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 that too. So it's like. It's really this year or nothing, and you've given up picks for Hawkinson, and you're you've kind of put your eggs in this basket, um, and you're you're all the way at the top, the bottom of the the draft now. <laughs> you kind of have to win, like it's kind of this or nothing. So, man, it's it's it sucks, it sucks because if we all we want here is just for this team to win. We want to celebrate a good ass team kicking butt. I mean. It's possible that we go with what? Could we be three and three in the division? I think, yeah, because we lost the two lo- road games now because we're zero and two uh, against the Lions and Packers on the road, and, and the Bears next week. I don't know if Fields is going to play or not. He got popped pretty good, um, and he, he's just so funny. I don't know. I don't even know. Um, I don't know. But yeah, it's uh, it's hard for me to blame Kirk today. I mean, it wasn't great, but like. First of all, I not first of all. Jair Alexander did not shut down Justin Jefferson. That is such garbage. Jair Alexander had safety help all day. Kirk Cousins had his elite right tackle out and his third string center, so they couldn't even get the snaps out. He got held on one of the big biggest plays of the game because there was definite defensive pass interference that they didn't call. Then it's a pick six on the next play, I'm pretty sure. So and Jair's over there, like, gritting, like, he's a clown, man. Like, Justin Jefferson's elite, and he didn't take away Justin Jefferson. 
uh, Jair, he did not take away Justin Jefferson. It's garbage. It's a garbage take. Uh, it's it's simplistic and it's and it's ignorant. Just like Tra- Trayvon Diggs didn't take him away when their team was up by 37 and the pass rush was there before Kirk could get to the third step in his drop. So that's garbage. It's garbage and it's not true. Um, and if they wanna if they wanna gritty their way to eight and eight, but by all means, go ahead. You know, well, I I welcome the Jordan Love era when you're when you're just like every other team in the NFL. Um. So yeah, man. I don't know. I'm just very. I'm shaking, man. This sucks. I don't know what we're gonna do. We got it. It's all in on this season, though. I, I have a very bad feeling about the way that next season is gonna go. So we are gonna have plenty of time to talk about that as we move forward. But I really hope that we can find a way to get some playoff magic because the future does not look bright. Age is not on our side in most of these situations, like the good. I, let's not even get into it. I get, let's do that later. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's just get healthy next week. We have a home game against uh, a, a playoff team. Pro- it's not going to be the Bucks, so it'll probably be either the Giants. It might, might be the Giants or the Packers, which that would be wild. But this is just a, a, a quick vent session. And maybe probably do another pod later this week, previewing the Bears, what 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 kind of the matchups might look like, um, and uh, yeah, I just had to get these thoughts out because it just sucks to watch our team lose like that to a division rival, just not show up. I hear Aaron Rodgers talking right now, pissing me off. I cannot wait till he is out of out of this stupid division. Um, yeah, this is this is Vikings football. This is the existence that we we live. So you know anybody can can. Be mad that people call us frauds, but shoot, when you lose forty to three, when you get spanked by the Eagles, when you go down thirty-three to nothing against the Colts, when you lose to the Packers like this, who were a mess at one point this season, like yeah, you're gonna take it on the chin. The, the media is gonna rip you apart. Like that's what they do. Like you don't play sexy football. You don't put you don't put teams away ever. Yeah, they're looking. I mean, your your point differentials minus fifteen or something, and you're twelve and four. Like. It looks fluky. And, yeah, nobody's taking the wins away. But, like, it looks fluky. I'm sorry. And I love this team, and I want them to win. I'm wearing my damn Kirk Cousins jersey. So, all things considered, let's lick the wounds. Let's try to get back on the horse next week. Let's hope for some magic with San Francisco. And and, and um, I can't remember who they play next week. It's not Seattle. It's I don't know if it's the Rams. No, they, they're playing that backup quarterback. Uh, the Cardinals, maybe. David Blau. So let's hope for some magic and then more magic when we have to make the playoffs and, and, and go on a crazy run. I mean, that's the only way this is going to work. So I'm going to go drink. And everybody have a happy new year. We'll talk soon. And hope the Vikings can figure out a way to turn this around as we need a, a Herculean effort in a in a playoff run of four games maybe some Eli Manning Joe Flacco magic because at this point oh I don't know that sucked so thanks y'all get us get in touch 405-466-7525 skull leave a message I'll play it on the podcast if you have somebody from Twitter that you want to join the, the show or you want to jump on we'd ha- be happy to have people come on and, and chat about this, the, this, the team um, and then get us uh, on Twitter. That is at the Vikes Podcast. And we will talk soon. See you later, fam. I'm tired of talking to the microphone. What do, what do y'all want?